0: i'm kyle okay here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots
1: and i'm drew with a u as the boss of this podcast i'm gonna say and i'm handsome drew oh i was not listening
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is very apparent to everyone on the podcast that you were not listening and this is not and this is not and this is not this is not the podcast you deserve
1: hey everybody Welcome to another episode of Not The Podcast You Deserve. I'm Drew Crawford, joined tonight by Kyle Cox. He's not going to say anything, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Our third co-host, Drew Allen, couldn't be here tonight, so we just got the dynamic duo holding us down. But you wouldn't know that because Kyle doesn't talk, so it might just be me monologuing for a little bit. <laughs> Who knows?
0: It a seamless so far without him. Yeah, yeah it, absolutely. Going it's going really going well.
1: Really well. <laughs> But this is another Now Streaming episode where we talk about what we've been watching, where you can watch it, and if you should watch it or not. To start us off, I have to say I have not done a whole bunch of new shows this week. Uh, I did a couple of comfort food movies for me. Uh, one night I watched Make Happy with Bo Burnham, his 2015 oh, special. Man. It just It's always good. It's never not good. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, it's one of those that truly is the chicken noodle soup for my comedy soul.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. When he does the, uh, I don't think that I can handle this right now at the end. Yep. Oh, man, that's great. Yep. And those songs
1: are so catchy, they get stuck in your head. And if you've seen Mm -hmm. Inside, his newest one he did during the pandemic, uh, and if you listen to Not the Oscars You Deserve, you will know that we think very highly of it here on Not the Podcast You Deserve. But...
0: Yeah, and this might be like bad. Uh, um, this might be like bad podcasting to recommend another podcast on our show. Um, <laughs> but have you ever heard of Dissect? I don't think so. No. Okay, uh, I think his name is like Troy Kishna or something. Um, he breaks down albums. Um, so he did uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy by Kanye West. He did that butterfly one of Kendrick Lamar. He did a okay. Beyonce one. But basically, like he'll break down every song and like talk to you about the music side of it, but also what the artist like meant by it and what he was pulling from. Um, both for like for Kanye specifically, he'd be like, Kanye pulled you know this song and this song. He sampled this this and this to make this. It's really really cool if you like music for the Kanye West one. Also if you just like Kanye, it is really really cool. He breaks it all down. That's awesome. But this season, he decided to break down Inside by Bo Burnham, um, which we thought was the best movie of the year. For sure. And I'm two episodes in. And it's really, really good. He goes in kind of like the first episode is mainly him telling you about Bo Burnham, how he grew up, how he got into the industry, how he got into performing and how that kind of shaped through uh, words, 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 what and make happy and how that all leads into what he was dealing with and inside. It's really, really good. So I don't know if that's good or bad that we're promoting dissect on our not the podcast you deserve but uh it's really really cool especially if you like bo burnham um i'm enjoying this this season quite a bit um so if you're tired of just hearing movie fans talk about stuff jump on over here a dude who knows a whole lot about music and does his research really well um dissect uh, going over inside by bo burnham
1: Listen, there's room in the world for more than one podcast. And that's evidence oh, by for the sure. fact that there are yeah. one million podcasts. The fact that we have a podcast. Everyone's it, got one. It Never ceases to amaze me. Every time I tell somebody that we have a podcast, they just give me that look like, that's really cool. But also, what? Like, why? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Make Happy. That's still on Netflix. I highly recommend it. The songs are catchy. They just get stuck in your head. I sing the country song all the time.
0: Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Also, the... Lower Your Expectations song, um, <laughs> yes, and The Kill Yourself, which sounds really dark, but it's funny, I promise. Still pretty dark, yeah. Still dark, still funny. The other one, uh, if you listen to the podcast at all, this shouldn't come as a surprise, was John Wick 2. Oh, you watched it? I sure did. I sure did. We talked about
0: watching it on Sunday. Yep. I mean, he just went ahead and did I it. I just went ahead
1: and did it, and God, it's just so fun. My heart is happy every time. There were a couple times I just yeah. paused it and rewound it and was just like, "I'd like to see that kill again." <laughs> He's so good.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah.
1: the uh, The other thing that I've been watching a lot is the Mavs, the Mavericks basketball NBA playoffs. Uh, this is a more local thing, so if you're outside the Dallas or Texas region, bear with me for a few seconds as I have to get something off my chest. A dark entity came into my world in the last year and a half, and it goes by the name Bally Sports. (laughs) (laughs) They bought uh, Fox Sports Southwest, which is the channel in the local area that carries all of my favorite sports teams. The Stars, the Mavericks, the Rangers. And these godless heathens took (laughs) the greatest loves... And the only reason I have live television is for sports. (laughs) At this day and age, and the streaming service you you have everywhere, there's content everywhere. There's mountains of content. Mm -hmm. I'm signing up for Paramount Plus just to get just a little trickle of good content. I have services out the wazoo. (laughs) And the only reason I have live television is to watch sports. I don't care about the news. Mm. I'll get it from Twitter or something else. I don't need it. And then this monster of a corporation decided we're going to buy all of that and then not show it to you because they got in some kind of pissing match with DirecTV and all the other streaming services and YouTube and whatever and just said no we're going to take our ball and go home. The thing is that ball doesn't belong to them it belongs to all the good hard-working people of Dallas who just want to watch our teams. And they took it away from us and early on I would have paid for Bally Sports. I would have done it. I would have paid the extra 10, 12, 15, whatever dollars it took to get my sports every month. And they didn't have a streaming service. So not only were they saying, you can't watch it on your thing, but you can't watch it anywhere. I was willing to pay. And they said, no, we don't even watch your money. We want to stand on principle. (laughs) So I think it actually might be available now. And... Screw them, the principal's in my court I'm not buying their service now Uh, So (laughs) now that the Mavericks Are in the playoffs, thank God uh, And they're actually doing well for the first time Since 2011 We are on TNT A national broadcast service Which Mm. does provide me My glorious sports team So thank you very much TNT Uh, So I've been trying to Digest all of Maverick playoff basketball As much as I can uh, And stars as well But Mavs for sure are the the big one. Also, side note, TNT, their halftime crew uh, with Shaq and Kenny and Charles Barkley, they are so fun. They're the best. That show is very entertaining. And I I don't know how many years they've been doing it now, but they crush other halftime shows or or talk shows about sports. They're they're really fun. So I love them. Uh, Finally, the last thing... And first of all, thank you for listening to that. And if you have opinions on bally sports, at me, please at me. Let me know uh, because I want this fight. Bring it. Also, please don't sue me, bally sports. The <laughs> the the last thing, and this is actually the first new thing I watched this week, was I watched The Lost City, Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. Oh no! And Brad Pitt and uh, daniel oh, ratcliffe no. have you seen it
0: no it, no i haven't seen
1: it okay well hey here's here's the deal
0: it looked it just looked like romancing the stone but with sandra bullock and Jenny tatum
1: Ooh, might be onto something there so first of all yeah i can't believe it was available for streaming so quickly it went to theaters it seemed like for nine hours and then they were like by the way you can get this on paramount plus now oh wow yeah yeah uh, yeah so it's on paramount plus and apple movies and whatever if you're into paying for your movies, um, which you should be, <laughs> support movies. All those actors are really hurting. Anyway, yeah, The Lost City, it, yeah. it, you said it's like Romance in the Stone, but with Channing Tatum. It's not far off. It, it's not a great movie, but it was still a fun movie. I don't feel the need to go out and see it again, but I also wouldn't caution people away from it. It's not going to cost Can't... you a lot of mental energy. Uh, So if you are on a date night or just kind of hanging out looking for something and you want to laugh, but then forget about it an hour later, this is great. Uh, It's very fun. Sandra Bullock is funny. Channing Tatum's hilarious. Both their characters are are pretty fun to watch and well-written. There's some side characters in there that are are entertaining as well. But honestly, the story, there's not a lot of plot points that are going to go whoa i didn't see that one coming and, no. and it doesn't take a lot of mental energy to follow along but it is still very fun brad pitt's character is fantastic in this it's like they took his coolness from ocean's 11 and then i don't know whatever big, and like his like actionness from mr and mrs smith and said go go save the day and he he has a fun character in this as well
0: I don't think I knew that he was in it, and that is almost enough to make me want to sit through a Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock movie. I don't know if it is, yeah, but it's definitely got me closer than where I was 30 uh, seconds ago.
1: I do love that Daniel Radcliffe is in this movie, and he's the bad guy. Cool. He plays a great bad guy for what he is. He plays like a mm-hmm. heir of a media empire that his dad passes him up for his younger brother. So he's Come. trying to go out and make a name for himself, and he spends all this money, and is disrespectful to like all these cultures and people and whatever because he's just that arrogant, and he's just like a little snotty rich kid, but he's still he's just evil enough to hate him, but he's still just immature enough, I guess, that you're like ah okay he's just like a like a dumb kid, but uh, he does. Did you see Guns Akimbo?
0: Yes. I thought he was great in Guns Akimbo.
1: I like that movie. I not. really enjoyed that. He's yeah. he's done a good job of branching out into some weird movies since yeah. Harry Potter. To be like, guys, this is not me. Yeah, no, I'm not 12 anymore, and I do some right. weird stuff. Speaking of which, I'm really excited for his uh, Weird Al biopic.
0: That'll definitely be interesting. I
1: think it's gonna. And I think it looks really funny. Um, yeah. So, yeah, final word on, on Lost City. I'd say it was like 6.5. Um, it's not going to hurt you to watch, but if you miss it, don't beat yourself up about it. Uh, it is sure. a, a nice little fun rom com. It feels like an early 2000s rom com that you're like, oh, all right. Nice for this. But no Ryan Reynolds. Huh. Yeah. They tried to get Channing Tatum, you know, a B list, But they Reynolds.
0: kept Sandra Bullock in it. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, you hate to that see it. tough. She's got to be fifty. She's got to be mid fifties.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think she's fifty six or something like that. We had this debate during the movie. Yeah. Also, Channing Tatum's like forty two. That snuck up
0: on me. Yeah. <laughs> Life comes at you fast, yeah. man.
1: I, I it just feels like just yesterday he was in Step Up two, taking it to the streets.
0: Oh, what a good movie.
1: Yeah. Passing the baton. Anyway, Kyle, what have you been watching? Is it Step Up two? I'm sorry if I stole your thunder on that.
0: Uh, no, it's not. Okay. I've been uh, I've been staying on my Nick Cage kick, and I watched Willy's Wonderland, which is free on Hulu. Have Have you seen it?
1: I have not, but it's been on my list. I've probably watched the trailer like five or six times. It looks insane. Yeah.
0: The uh, so last Friday it was Friday the thirteenth, and my wife was like, "We should watch a scary movie." I was like, "I know just the one," <laughs> <laughs> and I picked Willy's Wonderland, and uh, it is kind of a scary movie. Um, I wouldn't say it's a horror movie. It is, it is tense at some parts. There's some jump scares, but the premise is Nick Cage is stuck in a Chuck E. Cheese type, uh, building and the animatronic animals come to life and try to kill him, um, for satanic ritual purposes. I was say like a blood sacrifice and, or something, right? Yeah. It is an amazing wild ride where your lead character is not only Nick Cage, but I don't think he says. I don't think he has a single line of dialogue throughout the entire movie. Um, no, that can't be right. Which I did not know going into it. But uh, I heard he I, didn't talk much. Wish,
1: but you're telling me no lines.
0: I'm pretty sure he didn't say a single word. Um, but he doesn't need to. He's Nick frickin' Cage. You know, it's all in the eyes. <laughs> it's it's uh, he he does a great job. It's uh it's a fun movie. It's a fun one. It's on Hulu. Totally for free. And it's a fun ride. Uh, so that would be... A, That'll be going I would. I highly suggest Willy's Wonderland. Would you yeah. say
1: it was like a comedy horror? Kind of like what we were talking oh, about for last sure. week? Okay.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, it does not take itself too seriously. You probably could have guessed that by the plot of animatronic animals come to life and try to kill Nick Cage. Here's a key for uh,
1: all directors out there who are going to do a Nick Cage movie. Don't take yourself too seriously. For sure. It makes the viewing experience so much better.
0: Yeah. Um, So I like that one a lot. I would suggest it. And then uh, have you heard of Is It Cake?
1: No. But I really hope the answer is yes. Actually, I don't know (laughs) what the context is. This day and age, cake could mean so many things.
0: (laughs) It is a show on Netflix called Is It Cake? Um, It is hosted by Mikey Day, who is apparently on SNL. I, okay. I don't know. I don't remember seeing him ever. Um, and it is a game show about contestants who make a, take a random object, let's say a book, and they make a cake, and they make it look like a book, and then they put this cake book up with four other books, and guest judges have to come on and choose which one is cake. And they have to pick it out of a lineup of, for this instance, books. Um so my wife loves these baking shows, okay. and so I was like, "Oh, try this one."
1: Uh, I have to say, I haven't seen a single second of this show, but it sounds like it should be pretty easy.
0: There's a lot of really talented artists out there that are not using canvas. Uh, the cake is their canvas. Uh, it's actually really good. It's it's fun to play as a as a significant other sitting on the couch, being like, "No, that one's cake." She's like, "No, that one's cake." <laughs> um and the judges are wrong like 98% of the what? time so it's yeah yeah it's good it's fun and there's a do they ever, there's a fun element to it do
1: they ever flip the script on the judges and it's all cake except for one real item
0: not yet Ugh. not yet that's season 2 um but yeah but the host this Mikey Day guy he can really rub you the wrong way like he kind of feels like a knockoff John Mulaney mm. um in the way that he speaks and like like halfway through the first episode, I was like, I can't tell if I hate this guy or love him. <laughs> and I'm now like seven episodes in. And I'm like, I love this guy. Let's go. He almost made me want to watch SNL, but I still won't watch SNL. So, um, Is it on Mollysports? Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. Gotcha. Uh, and then uh, because we haven't mentioned a superhero movie yet, or talked about anything superhero related, gotta throw this out there. I watched uh, Batman Year One and The Reign of the Superman. On HBO Max, okay. they're animated movies based off the comic books. When I say based off, I mean like shot almost for frame for frame. Mm. Yeah. Um, the Batman Year One that's on HBO Max, Brian Cranston plays Commissioner Gordon and Ben McKenzie plays yeah. uh, Bruce Wayne Batman, which is ironic because Ben McKenzie went on to play Jim Gordon mm-hmm. in Gotham, the TV show. Um, and it's okay. It's not great. It's alright. It's a fun look at a young Batman. Okay. And uh, the whole time I was like, that's Commissioner Gordon as he was talking. <laughs> um, and it's always fun to get Brian Cranston in things. Yeah. And then...
1: My official stance is Brian Cranston should be in more things. So
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I would agree with that. And then The Reign of the Superman is an adaptation of Doomsday, the, the comic run okay. where Superman dies and yeah, yeah. when he's dead, a bunch of different fake Superman come into play and like it's fine it's i enjoyed that one a lot less than i enjoyed batman year one um but the casting for this movie was ridiculous because they got nathan fillion back as green lantern which he is in a lot of those movies yeah and he's in like one scene uh the guy who does the batman kevin conroy i think is his name yep. he's in like two scenes and then the guy who plays superman is the guy from Kangaroo Jack, like Chris O'Donnell or Jack O'Connell or some whatever his name is? Chris O'Donnell. That's um, a, a guy. Is, no, Chris O'Donnell is the guy who played Robin. Yeah, he's
1: Robin and NCIS Los yeah. Angeles stuff like that. It's
0: not that guy. It's the other one. The guy from Kangaroo Jack, you know the classic I haven't seen Kangaroo Jack. Jack. Wow. Okay, so we got a whole other thing we got to <laughs> do after this. Um, but the Lex Luthor, the guy they cast to play Lex Luthor. Rain Wilson.
1: That seems like that would be weird.
0: It sure was. Uh, Dwight Schrute from the office as Lex Luthor, and like I didn't buy. That was terrible. Um, So yeah, so I would hit the hard pass on Reign of Superman, and I would hit play on Batman Year One. It's nice. It's fun. Um, And then I wanted to ask you something as we close out this episode of Now Streaming. I've realized. That in my coaching career, which spanned 2011 to 2021 ish, um, I have a I think I have a very large gap in movies that I missed during this 10 11 year run um, because and HBO Max and Hulu, I'm going through all these movies and like I've never heard of lots of them that are all in that like 2014 to 2018 2019 kind of headspace and I I saw the Deadpool's but like John Wick. I don't remember even seeing a, like, commercial, a, a, a trailer for John Wick. And, like, there's a bunch of them out there. Like, I talked about Oblivion last week. But there's a ba- Did you know there's, like, nine Mission Impossibles now? Yep. Yeah, I don't... I missed I missed everything after three. Um, and so, like, I got stuff to catch up on. So I want to ask you to a kindness. If you could, go back in your memory bank or maybe just Google it. I don't know. Things that I need to make sure I've seen from 2011 to 2021 things that might have fallen off my radar that I just did not have time to go and watch because I got time now but uh, I don't even really know where to start and you know I don't want to waste time watching a bad one when I could be watching a good one and then here I am watching the reign of superman and being like what am I doing or is it cake and like I I could spend my time wiser so I want to put that out there give you a week if you could come up with a couple suggestions, I caught all the Christopher Nolan yeah, ones. Yeah, I was, was say I, I know caught you caught all of the Marvel the, ones,
1: all the C nose so. over here. Uh, I know mm-hmm. that, which is what I call them now, as of just now. I know okay. that you like caught all the Marvel movies, uh, but I yeah. doubt you were catching, you know, the A twenty four movies that were coming
0: out. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So put that put that on your radar because I'm sure I'm not alone in uh, missing a, a good chunk of time. Uh, when you have a kid, things kind of go crazy. You don't really get a chance to go out. Um, work gets crazy. You don't really have time to go see a movie. So, I'm thinking there's a lot that I missed. That's probably pretty good. Um, well, you I also think missed, I missed all of
1: you. Also, missed some really bad ones. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Because well, uh, okay, I'm thinking, sure. like, man, I Frankenstein came out during that time. And just, what is that? Oh, Aaron Eckhart plays the the monster of Frankenstein. Oh no! But, and then he fights like vampires or something. It's bad. It's, like, oh, so no. bad. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. No. And it's, like, Jupiter Ascending came out during that same time, with also with Channing mm. Tatum and Mila Kunis. Like, there... How could that be bad? Oh, man, you would... Th- it was based on a book, and it just it was terrible. Cloud Atlas came out at that time, too. That was horrible. The
0: Tom Hanks one? Yeah.
1: I mean, mm. ugh, there's so many bad movies that came out, and... This will be good. This will be a good exercise. And viewer at home uh, or in your car, I don't know where you listen to this. Viewer on the other side of my voice, if you have suggestions for Kyle and for the for the team here, tell us your favorite movies from, from the teens, the, tw- the 20 teens. Tell us your favorite movies from 2010 to 2009.
0: I think, well, from 2010 to 2009, that's an interesting... Tell us your favorite range. movies from 10... <laughs> I believe they're called the aughts. If that no, helps. the
1: aughts are the early ones. The a- uh, they were way out. We are so yeah, screwed the, now. The aughts are two thousand <laughs> to two thousand nine. <laughs> Tell us your favorite movies from two thousand eleven to two thousand nineteen. We'll review, and if we've already seen it, great. That means that we're on the same pace. And if we haven't, I'll try to make you proud, listener at home. Don't steer us wrong because if you give us a bad movie we will roast you in front of all of the other <laughs> listeners. All 12. Yeah. Now. And they, they, There are dozens of us now. They're vicious. Just... They'll get you. Yeah. That's why I'm worried for Bali Sports. They don't know the hell storm that's, got, that's coming for them. <laughs> the s- social backlash they're going to get from the Not the Podcast You Deserve followers. We need to come up with a name for our followers. I don't have one off the top of my head. The Followers We Deserve.
0: Mm. The, the deservers? We're going to workshop that. I don't know. It's a work in progress. Yeah, the
1: name's a work in progress. Also, send us mm. potential names. What do you want to be called? I'll address you by name. I'll do it. I'm
0: shameless. <laughs> and you can do all that at ntpydpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at podcast. Thanks for listening. This is not the podcast you deserve.